Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. So, uh, yep, just me talking games, movies, TV, and stuff that happened in the week this one was recorded. I'll warn you now, it was recorded on like the second day of January. So there's probably still some Christmas stuff in there, and then definitely some New Year stuff. So uh, maybe strap in for that. Um, before we get started, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and share the podcast around. Word of mouth is a wonderful thing. Right, let's get started. Here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Hello, how you doing? Is this thing on? I'm I'm serious. Is this working? Might have technical problems. This podcast has had recently. I'd be surprised. How you doing? Um, it's 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 that time again where there's a lot of talk about a time long gone. Um. It's literally like to, you know, peek behind the curtain kind of situation. It's literally the 2nd of January. So uh, this is probably a little bit out of date. Um, so I think I mentioned something. Um, back end of last podcast... Um, that I, I did my usual where I was like, oh, I'm not going to tell you about it now. I might tell you next week. Well, it's next week, so. Um, and I, I toyed with the idea of being um, cryptic to keep um, certain comments down, um, but I know from like the past, being cryptic just ends up being annoying so um i'd requested a couple of items for uh for christmas um to, for me to start using uh this year and see if i can get some benefits from these items um the first item probably the main item um because the 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 second item hasn't quite turned out the way I wanted it to. Uh, the first item is a weighted vest. Now, some of you will think the hell is a weighted vest. And some of you may know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, weighted vest is a workout tool um, designed to... Uh, designed to do a variety of different things. Simulate additional weight um, for a variety of different reasons. The reason I wanted it is in an, an attempt to aid um, aid in increasing the the, um, the speed <coughs> at which I run it. Um, and improve stamina. So on and so forth. Um, obviously, when you're in a situation where you're trying to move towards um, longer distance, then um, you know you need to get your stamina up. Um, there was also uh, this is one of those where I'm going to mention something now, and then I'm going to come back to it uh, towards the back end of the podcast. But there was also a hope that adding additional um, weight artificial weight would then um in some weird strange scientific without the science way increase weight loss for example if your body thinks that you weigh well, it's like 15 15 pounds or something more than it needs to work that bit harder kind of situation the second item i requested 
Uh, and I am aware that this this probably fall, falls into the category of like I, I feel on one hand um, on one hand that it's like a female workout fitness class item and on the other hand um, I got some really manly ones uh, but I requested some leg weights you know the kind of like leg cuffs that are weighted and you strap them around your ankles and, and away you go um, again for the fact that um, I do a lot of walking I walk the dog um, exact same reason uh, obviously if you combine the two weighted vest weighted leg cuff things um, presumably works on the principle that your body's working X amount harder um, so go back to um, I need to kind of look at a calendar No, because I'm like, if it was last Monday, why wouldn't I have talked about it on the podcast? I know why, because although it was last Monday that I tested the theory, I won't have seen any results until the Tuesday. So last Monday, uh, went out on a run, and I put the I put the weighted vest on, and when I returned, uh, I grabbed the dog and I grabbed the leg weights and I put those on as well, and. It was fine. It was doable. It was manageable. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be that kind of way about it. But it was uh, more manageable than I thought it was going to be. I thought there was going to be some kind of small meltdown whilst trying to do it. Um, that was not the case. Um, obviously, there is that aspect of I will have been running at that kind of weight not that long ago so um that was that then we come to the tuesday so the plan is and has been so far uh to alternate days so weighted vest monday no weighted vest on the tuesday so Monday went fine, went about as well as it could have done, I suppose. Um, so Tuesday, and, I, and, and, and out we go for a run. Now, I am not naive enough to think that strapping on a weighted vest on Monday is going to make me run like, you know, a sprinter on, on the Tuesday. Um... And I am aware that psychologically, there is an element of, well, I, I weigh 15 pounds less today, so I should be able to run 15 pounds less faster. You know, that kind of thing. So there is that aspect of, I understand and appreciate that there are other factors. I'm not doing a, I did a thing and it worked. Um, but what I can tell you is I went out on Tuesday and Tuesday I was like a dream. I felt faster, stronger, powerful. I felt like I had more energy. I felt like I could, I, like I could literally run all day. And I ran in the morning and I ran in the afternoon. And I, I ran, you know, over the course of the day I ran three times. And I was, uh, I was out walking the dog and just walking the dog at a, a fast pace and all of this. So, um, as an initial test, that was that. Uh, Wednesday, don't run in the morning. However, last Wednesday, did go for a run in the morning. So, very long story with very little, um, I don't know what you'd call it. There, there, was a, there was a clear and distinct reason for doing it. So that's what I did. It made more sense for me to go out for a run Wednesday morning when I normally wouldn't than to not. So that's what I did. Strap the weighted vest on. Away we go. There was um, there was a day. 
I don't know if it was Wednesday, I don't know if it was Friday. Not important, but there was a day where when I was due to go out, it was gale force winds. Um, I know parts of America have had a horrific storm recently, and I think we were getting like the the tail end of it, which produced these monstrous winds, which again one of those things that you expect to strap an extra 15 pounds to your body and go out in the wind it's going to be very difficult and you're really going to struggle but again not so it wasn't the case these things that i've expected to happen these things that i'm like well that's almost definitely going to happen haven't so that's something uh again i will reiterate i imagine that there is a little bit of um, novelty in this, in the sense that right now it's a novelty. I mean, you know, I've been doing it for a week uh, and I'm still doing it. Um, so, uh, see, I, I want to say that I'm seeing results, I don't know. If I am, and that's not necessarily true. I think I'm just reluctant to hang my hat on. Uh, I tried a thing and it worked. Uh, again, I will come back to something, another piece of uh, evidence or another piece of the puzzle, maybe. But uh, for now, we'll move on and uh, maybe come back to it. So, um, had a nice few days with my children doing um, doing Christmas all over again and uh, yeah it was you know it was good but um, something that I've not necessarily had to deal with or maybe I've kind of ignored so I didn't have to deal with I'd kind of uh, I don't know risen its head so it's like right okay you know you've got your, you've got your toys you've got your, um, your your things to do and all that sort of stuff um, I'm gonna go for a run uh, but you guys are eating breakfast so that's fine uh, and then I get back. Oh, right now I'm gonna walk, now I'm gonna walk the dog. But uh, you guys are you know you need to get dressed and you need to get sorted for the day. Get back and have like a couple of hours. And it's like right, you guys are eating lunch, so I'm gonna run off into the gym and you know jump on the treadmill. I'm also gonna do a workout and then I'm gonna get back on the treadmill and I'll see you guys in about an hour. If we're lucky. And there was a day where I was like, this is ridiculous. I only have so much time to spend with all of my children at once. And they're currently sat through the other side of the house doing whatever. I don't know what they're doing because I'm not there. Um, and I had to make the decision to basically not do certain aspects of uh, the, the workout I was trying to achieve on a particular day. Um, and I was looking at sort of the numbers for the day and I was like, do you know something? I can maybe skip part of this workout and go and spend time with my children. And like I said at the start, there's, there's an aspect of it's not really been an issue because... Um, you know, the younger two, I can't imagine one of them even notices whether I'm there or not. And uh, and my, my youngest daughter, you know, there's been for, for a long time, for a long, you know, up until very recently, uh, there'd be points in time where she'd go, uh, go for a nap. So I'd be able to do stuff then. It's becoming more obvious nowadays um that I'm not necessarily around as much as I should be because I'm doing I'm doing a thing. I'm, I'm running, I'm working out or um 
or running or working out you know it's that kind of situation i'm you know i'm doing something um which again falls back into the um this sort of this category this thing of um you have to be able to fit everything in um you know everybody's got the same 24 hours you know all those sorts of phrases um but the books i've been reading recently talk about um you have to be able to fit in time with your family and your family shouldn't have to suffer for you doing your things and i'm very much aware that the things that i do are for me and it's they're not there's a much longer explanation and uh, in a weird way it's all about my children um but it's also not if i'm not there i can't say i'm doing this for you if i'm not around for them to for them to enjoy you know if i'm trying to be there for them whilst simultaneously not being there for them so there was um there was two days where i made a decision to um pull aspects of my working out because those aspects weren't going to increase my numbers anymore you know once you're at a hundred percent for the day is not running on the treadmill for half an hour gonna have an impact yes but also no um there was there was a day where I was like, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to do the other. And then I looked and I was like, if I'm honest, just walking the dog will take me way over my numbers for the day. Um, so there's two days where that happened. Uh, come to Sunday, well, I don't do much of the uh, of those things. I don't run on a morning. Um, I don't work out, I don't do treadmill. Uh, that's not completely true because it depends how far I can get through the day to, as to whether I need to get on the treadmill at the end of the day. Uh, as it was, I had to get on the treadmill for an hour last night. And in the middle, I did it in two blocks. I did a 20 minute and a 40 minute. And in the middle of that, I ate my tea and did 40 minutes of yoga. Uh, and that's what it took to take me across the line for the day. Um, I know I keep bringing this up and I keep going on about it. But Sunday being a, a complete rest day is really starting to cause problems. Um, so these are things that you have to take into account. Um, I wrote something on my list and I, I wasn't sure... If I was going to talk about it, or from which angle I was going to talk about it from, um, I had to go to the post office. Um, as I'm sure you can appreciate, even hearing this three weeks after it's been recorded, I'm sure you can appreciate that the week between Christmas and New Year is, as everybody would refer to it, as like a dead week. Nobody knows what's going on, nobody knows what day it is, nobody knows where they should be or what they should be doing. I've always felt that every single business should just close. You should get to Christmas Eve, you know, and then just close until the 2nd of January and be done with it. Because that's how it feels. Um, however, a lot of stuff, I mean, I think if places could open on Christmas Day, they would, let's put it like that. So... I had a situation where I'd bought a, a gift for Christmas uh, and I tried to be clever and I ordered the size that I thought was the right size. Um, I imagine both male and female listeners right now can understand what a terrible idea that was because there's never a right answer on that one. And ultimately, the item was too small. It needed returning. I made amends on this by immediately ordering the right size before even returning the item. But the item still did need to be returned. 
So a few days later, I was like, I need to get that back and I need to go and do uh, like two other jobs. So let's go to the post office. Go head off to the post office and um, where my nearest post office is, there are various different aspects of parking all around. Uh, Obviously, ideally, you want to be as close as possible. Uh, I took two of my children with me, but said, hey, you might as well stay in the car. I'm literally going to run in, run out. And that was that. However, in in these days between Christmas and New Year, you, gen- you generally find that some things are really busy and some things aren't. And it's often the thing that you wouldn't expect. So... Uh, we drive to the post office and when we get there I was like oh it's a little bit busy I was looking at the available parking spaces and I was like look uh, there's a space there which I can park in however the vehicle in the next space over has parked way over on one side of the space I was like it's not a problem for me or us because it's on the passenger side because I was reversing in I was like yeah, from from my perspective, that's their fault for parking too far over, especially when the space next to them isn't an actual space. It's a keep clear. So they could have parked right up on that side and left them plenty of space both sides. They chose not to do this. It also been driven in. So I'm like, you've had perfect opportunity to park this correctly and you chose not to. I'm going to be two minutes that's that i go into the post office i said i've got to return the woman scanned the barcode thing that i had took the item from me stuck a label on it gave me a receipt and i walked out there was no queue there was nothing stopping me getting out it was probably a 30 second kind of situation As I'm getting back to the car, which was 10 yards away, not even, could have even been 10 feet away. I'm getting back to the car, I'm like, of course, in the 30 seconds that I've been gone, the what turned out to be five-person family has returned to the car that I'm parked next to. I'm like, well, you know, it's one of those situations where I'm going to go, I'm going to get in the car, and I'm going to pull out of here, and I'm going to be gone. As I'm approaching, there are two adults, which you would presume parents, um, a younger child, and a teenage boy. So I would say probably 15. And the the dads putting the younger child in the car on on one side, and the, and the mum's getting in the the driver's seat of the car, and all of this is going on. No no issues, no problems, no dramas. Except this this lad, this teenager, is going ballistic. It was as if somebody had walked up to him and chopped his arm off with a machete and then just stood there and looked at him. He was going mental. Now then, a few things about this. Firstly, like I said, Probably about 15, maybe 16, maybe younger. I can't tell you how old children are by looking at them. It's an an ability I do not have. I can't even tell you how old my children are when you ask me. I am the wrong person for this. He could have been 20 for all I know. If I had to guess, gun to my head, I'd go with 15. So the fact that... This is going on anyway. I'm like, what is your problem? What, you're going to have to wait two minutes, 30 seconds, not even that, for either 
me to move or as it was for your parent to reverse your car out which is parked some might say incorrectly but it was the fact that he was effing and jeffing it was f this f that f the other effing 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 now he has got a younger sibling so already i'm like not a fan of this he has also stood next to my car where my children are who will absolutely be able to hear him so i've gone from not a huge fan of you standing there swearing your head off in front of your younger sibling i'm less impressed with you standing next to my car and swearing your head off in front of my children how about we don't and then things turned interesting because as i'm walking to the car he's obviously clocked that i'm the person that has ruined his day by parking correctly and then starts to look like he wants to make something of this situation i'm like are you kidding me right now what is happening right now beyond insanity i'm like is is this real so i i had a moment of clarity where i could see how the next few seconds were going to play out and i was like nobody really wants to be a part of this situation so i walked around the car got in the car started the car now like i said by this point the car part next to me has decided oh well it is actually the end of the world so we're gonna have to pull the car out so the horrible little ingrate can get in it because let's face it he wasn't squeezing anywhere let's put it that way so then this car's pulling out and then i'm trying to pull out and the car's going in the wrong direction to do the maneuver it's trying to do i'm like i think we can all see how we ended up in this situation maybe driving's not your forte now then i get in the car and i start to pull out and i'm like what what is what what has just happened what what was that situation what did he think he was gonna do as a 15 year old isn't it he's gonna reprimand me for ruining his life or what it's it's one of the most baffling situations i've been a part of and i've been a part of many baffling situations and obviously because of it i wrote it down on a list to talk to you guys about it and then wasn't sure whether i was going to bother but i still did and who's glad who's glad hands up who's glad um i've been i've been struggling been struggling recently um i am a man who has has issues i think we can all agree that one and i've been um i've been struggling recently not not as you might think um i've been really emotional <laughs> i've been really emotional um i don't know why i have a i have a suspicion why um as as anybody who's ever listened to this podcast for more than 30 seconds will know um christmas is a difficult time for me and like i say i am aware that that it is no longer christmas and you shouldn't have to be listening to me talking about christmas um christmas is a difficult time for me and i think i often underestimate that 
So whilst I'm like, oh, I need to buy this this present for this person and, and order this and pay for this and do this and that and the other, I'm never really taking the time to deal with things. Um, and I've, I've been reminded of some things over this fest festive period that I'm like, yeah, that's probably upsetting. Um... And I've just, more than once, and when I say more than once, I mean multiple times. I've been out walking the dog, listening to um, to some audiobooks, and just crying. And then, like, I sat on the sofa one night with the dog, and I was like, oh man, I think you need to go to the vets again. Uh, and then I was like, there'll be that day where you'll have to go to the vets for the last time. And I'm like, really? I'm pretty sure I've talked about that before. It's not the first time it's happened. But like, I went from, oh, you should probably go to the vets. To next thing I'm like, hey, you'll have to go one day and it'll be the last time. And he's not even two. And like listening to things in the, in these books I've been listening to, I get emotional. And I said, I said to one of my children, um, I was like, uh, Christmas is an emotional time for me. Uh, and she she sympathised with me. Um, she said she could understand. I was like, wow. Um, I think I'm coming out the other side of it. You know. Uh, I think the tree, the tree will come down this week, sort of deal, uh, which is always a, a, a change, um, and and we're, you know, like I said, second of January, so we're into the new year now, uh, on with all those uh, new New Year's resolutions, which I don't do, I just, you know, <sighs> promise myself to be more awesome this time around, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, I took my younger, no, wrong ones. I took my older two children swimming. Um, my middle daughter got some goggles for Christmas, and my eldest got a new swimming costume. Well, there's only one way to work, find out if these work, and that's by going swimming. Um, it's difficult. It's it, it's it's difficult taking my children swimming because I can't take all of them. Which is a problem. So my youngest daughter was having uh, having a bit of a meltdown um, because she couldn't go because I can't take them all because I'm not allowed. Um, and when when my middle daughter has her birthday and when my youngest daughter has her birthday, I will actually be able to take them all together, which is cool. Um, but that's a little ways off, so uh, I had to do that. I'm really sorry, but you can't come. And, you know, as a child, you don't want that. So I, I had to put a film on for her and sort of leave her to it. Um, some of my children are, um, are very much controlled by fear. Um, and... It, make, it, it makes me sad. Um, you know, their, their, their fear is always their go-to thing. And part of me is very understanding because I was like that as a child. I certainly, at their age, I would have been like that. Um, but I had a very different upbringing to them. Um, and I had, I had a lot to be afraid of. Um... But it's always that I'm like, are you going to do this in the swimming pool? Oh, I can't do that. Why not? Because I'm afraid. Um, and like when when one of my daughters was telling my other daughter to put a face in the water, I can't do that. I'm afraid. And I'm like, uh, I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna have to go go for a little swim. You know, the thing we're here to do. At one point, I was like, they they might as well have got in the bath. And just filled it a bit higher than normal because they didn't like one of them didn't venture more than two foot out of the shallow end, and by that I mean 
the shallow end as in the wall at the bottom of the swimming pool um and the other one went maybe up and down the the small pool the also known as the baby pool twice maybe and then they just stayed and we were in there over an hour and i was like i don't know what to do because i know that i i went through this you know so i get it from that perspective but swimming was a big thing for me swimming was a big part of my life for a variety of different reasons and i want that for my children because i feel like they're missing out on so much and then my youngest daughter goes swimming every week she goes to lessons she's she's good at it and i'm like (sighs) you know i I know for a fact that my son will go and and he will do it and he will enjoy it and I just want the same for all of them. And it, it makes me sad that, you know, the younger ones are going to be better swimmers than the older ones quite quickly. If I'm honest, my youngest daughter is probably a better swimmer than my, my older two already. And I'm just like, I don't think that's right. But then there's that part of me that's like, yeah, but do you just want them to do this because because you enjoyed it, because you liked it, because it was it was fun for you? And I don't know. I think it's an important skill. I keep saying, what if you fall off a boat? Um, but then when I say it, I'm like, well, how often do they go on a boat? And, you know, what if only works so much? Um... I got up early. <laughs> I know the last few weeks there's been the uh, the I got up early section, um, but I'm not going to lie; it's an achievement for me um, because I got up, you know, early, early, and early, early means it's pigging dark out, um, like it was when I left the house. It was full pitch black dark. Um, and I sat off and I went for a run in the dark. Um, it's a very different situation. Uh, firstly, I can't put both earphones in because I don't want to be eaten by a werewolf. And that's what happens if you put both earphones in in the dark. Secondly, it's things like I saw a person when I was out there. And obviously, when I go out running you know, in the daytime and I see a person, I'm like, there's a person. I saw a person in the dark... And I went, there's a serial killing axe murderer. Half an hour difference would have made all the difference. Um, but I went out in the dark and I did it. And I'm like, this is this is where I should be. This is what I should be doing. I should be up. I should be out there. I should be getting it done. And I did it. And I've done it, you know, as I've been talking about, I've done it every week. There's been at least a day. Um... There was a morning, recently there was a morning, ah, yeah, I had to get out of bed at six, because my youngest daughter was upset, Um, so I went to see her, to see how she was, to see what she needed and all that sort of stuff, and then I was like, well, I'm up. I'm up now. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Let's get after it. But in actual fact, that wasn't the day that I got up early and went out. Um, and at the time, I was like, well, I don't need to be up now. And I don't need to be out now. And I don't need to do X number of things. Because... I'll just do it. I had already had a time allotted in the day. And like every single time so far, I've done the so far further into the day. It's like, oh man, if I'd have got up at six and actually got some of this stuff done then, I'd have had more time. And I'm just seeing more and more benefits and more and more reasons to do it. 
but I'm not doing it every day. I'm doing it some days, like tomorrow. I need to do it tomorrow, so that's what I, that's what needs to happen, and that's what will happen. And um, you know, a week today, I'll be getting up and going to work. So I'll need to get up and do all those things. That's right. Six months has has gone. I go back to work next week. Um, something that was super cool in a lot of ways and not so much in one way. Um, Saturday, uh, which was New Year's Eve... Uh, me and my eldest went and did a park run. That's right. I got her signed up the day before. Uh, I've been talking to her about it over the course of the week. She was she was super up for it. She was very, very convinced that she was going to be able to do it and achieve it. And then she started doing that. What happens when, uh, when I'm running faster than you? I was like, well, I guess you'll just have to leave me, won't you? She was like, yeah, I will. Like, Okay, and then a bit later I was like, oh, actually, you can't because you have to stay within arm's length. She was like, oh, right, yeah, so there. Um, it, it, it is stuff like that, the, the age that my uh, eldest is, the fact that she can go and smash out 5K, absolutely bossed it, didn't stop, didn't need to stop. The only reason that she stopped or, or slowed down was to wait for me. Um, one of the things was that because she is that much quicker than me, it actually spurred me on. Um, so another week of getting another personal best. So that's every week I've been to the park run, uh, has been a personal best. But as I keep saying, um, those personal bests, I don't know if they're going to run out at some point because... I'm trying to do I'm trying to do sub 30 which to some people sounds ridiculous and to other people might not so you know it is what it is that's that's the speed I do it at um and I keep getting closer problem being was new personal best this week and it was 30 seconds faster and I, I know for a fact that's because my eldest was there and now I'm like, can you come with me next week to do it? Because I'm afraid already that I'm not going to get another personal best. And then I'm going to be miserable about it. But then there's that part of me that's like, just get on and do it, old man. Come on. Go and get that personal best yourself. Um, in light of that, I went out this morning and ran... Um, over four miles. Not a lot to some people, more to others. Um, I, I'm working on something. It's it's super top secret at the moment. But when uh, when I when I dial it in, I'll let you know. Um, but today was the first day of kind of training for it. So um, yeah, I'll keep posted on that one. We'll kind of see how that one goes. Um, and the final thing for the week, today is Monday. And as I said, it is Monday the 2nd of January. What I had to do today was to um, start a new record for my weight for the year. Uh, and all that, all, that all starts by getting on the scales. So as we know, a week ago... I managed to not put any weight on and lose a little bit of weight uh, over Christmas. I've always thought that's a, an achievement. Sometimes I feel that that's a big achievement, especially when you talk to to other people. And I know for a fact that in years gone by, I could have easily put £10 on over Christmas. I bumped into somebody yesterday and I said to them, oh, you know, try and lose those, those extra pounds where I'm like, why would you say something like that? You're in the process of trying to lose extra stone. It's not a few extra pounds, numpty. So, first weigh-in of the year. What do we think? 
Um, we've got put on weight, stayed the same, or lost weight. So, going back to the very first thing at the top of this podcast, I said I would come back to something at the end of this podcast, and this is it. I stepped on the scales this morning, and I had lost 3.2 pounds. It's the biggest weight loss in quite some time. And what I'm sure a lot of people can agree is one of the most difficult times of the year to lose weight. And this guy goes and loses 3.2 pounds. How? I have no freaking idea. The question is, by wearing the weighted items, has that done something? So, obviously we'll have to check back next week. Something I can say is this. uh, I'm kind of proud and impressed whilst also being depressed about it but i am one stone and a couple of little pounds off what i keep referring to as my fighting weight um it's been a long road it's been uh, a big a big deal uh but i am now able to see uh see some of the light at the end of the tunnel now one of those things once i reach that weight that fighting weight that i keep referring to I will still have many, many stone to lose. So I'm a bit like, yay, I've I've only got a stone to go. I've only got a stone to go. I've probably got, from where I am now, I've probably got four stone to go. And even that probably doesn't put me into the healthy category. So... You know, it's a kind of a it's an achievement in one way, and it's not in another. The achievement would have been not putting all the weight back on that I lost originally, I guess. But hey, three point two pounds lost at probably the most difficult time. Yeah, I think for now we might have to call that a win. So it's been a it's been a bit of a time. Um, and that time has been a little bit uh, like uh, me and my eldest watched um, some DC animated stuff, which was good. Uh, I got my middle daughter um, Minions for Christmas, and she watched that. Um, but me and my eldest needed something to do for New Year's Eve. Now, whether she can stay up past past 12 and whether she should stay up past 12 are two different things and i said to her i don't feel you're quite at the age where you can try and stay up also it was the saturday when she'd had to get up like an hour earlier to go and do a park run which for a for a a younger person doing a 5k whether it's fast and easy or whatever she was ready for her bed in the afternoon, so it was one of those. But I said, look, um, you can rent or buy uh, Black Adam to do as a home premiere, and we've been working through the DC movie, live-action movies recently. Um, so I was like, let's, let's do Black Adam for New Year's Eve. That'll be fun. So that's what we did. I was I had mixed feelings about it. I'd wanted to see it um, from when it was, you know, advertised. I know it's like fifteen years in the making and all this that and the other. Um, then the critics absolutely panned it, and then um, like people who actually watched it, you know, people who go to the cinema to watch movies, were like, actually, it's really good. So it was a real mixed bag. So we sat down and we watched it. Now a couple of things. One, I didn't watch every minute of it because I was trying to um, do stuff like make my tea, eat my tea, get drinks, make sure that you know she had the correct number of biscuits, things like that. But I probably watched ninety-eight percent of it, ninety-five percent of it, or something. Um, it's not the worst film I've ever seen 
by a long shot. It's not the best film I've ever seen by a long shot. Um, there were some aspects of it that I thought were very good. Um, I like it when they bring in certain characters. Like, I was really looking forward to seeing what they were going to do with Dr. Fate. I wondered which way they were going to go with uh, the Hawkman character. Because um, he's, you know, to my knowledge, has got a couple of different origins. Uh, I knew that Atom Smasher was in it. And uh, I knew they had uh, a female character, which turned out to be Cyclone. Um, she was rubbish. I don't mean the actress. I mean the character. Like, when I realised that it was, like, this character, I was like, why? Why are we doing this? Some of the stuff that I really liked about it was the, the anti-hero vibe, you know, Black Adam does kill bad guys. Um, the super speed, you know, when when fighting, just zipping around the place, catching like bullets and rockets and stuff like that. Um, there was a kid in it, which I'm beyond done with child actors and children in films. I'm just like, I don't care. I don't want it. I don't need it. Find a different way. To do that side of the story. Oh it's this kid. And he's you know. He's like befriended Black Adam. But Black Adam's all. Oh, I'm, I'm kind of a bad guy really. But uh, I'm going to be a good guy to you. And, like, and any child actor. That anybody ever seems to get. For these roles. Just can't seem to quite. Cut the mustard. And it's just. There was, there was some good stuff, there was some interesting stuff, and there was also stuff that just didn't work. Um, there was quite a lot of um, like tongue-in-cheek kind of stuff. There was a lot of um, interesting jokes. Um, and um, the after credit scene was interesting, even though stuff that's come out recently, I won't spoil anything there. Um, interesting that the Amanda Waller character was in it um, it was a perfectly acceptable film to sit down and watch for New Year's Eve with uh, a, a child it was it was fine she seemed to enjoy it so that's that I did say afterwards um, I felt like I needed to watch it again like actually sit down and actually watch it in one go, um, because and I, I don't I don't think this is a Black Adam thing. I think this is a films in general thing. I just don't seem to remember films when I've watched them. It's like I don't have the brain space for them, so I just I just don't remember stuff the way I used to. So I kind of feel like I need to sit down and watch it again. Um, films in the gym is a new kind of segment because I've got a TV in the gym and I can watch films. Uh, films in the gym I've been watching this week. Uh, I started watching the Oceans films. I watched Oceans 11. Um, I've seen the Oceans films many times. Uh, I do put them in the character, the category of comfort movies. When I saw that they were available to watch on Prime, I was like, Absolutely. I watched Ocean's Eleven, which I always thoroughly enjoyed. I always thought it was very good. Um, watching it this time around, I was a bit like... <sighs> because I've seen it so many times, I'm like, you kind of give it away quite early on. And then there's also a thing at the back end where something's said and it's like, yeah, nobody noticed that one. But anyway, if you've not seen a film that's from, I think, 2005 at this point in time, I don't really know what to tell you. Um, I finished watching Ocean's 12 today, and I think we can all agree Ocean's 12 is a terrible, 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 terrible film. It's one of those things that I honestly wonder how they managed to get a 13 and Ocean's 13. Having made Ocean's 12, it's so bad if you haven't seen it in a while 
Go and watch it. It's not good. There's the Julia Roberts bit. Let's just leave it there. Um, I will go on to watch Ocean's 13. From everything I remember, Ocean's 13 kind of brings it back in line with 11. I almost considered not watching 12 because I am always aware of what a terrible film it is. And it's painful to watch. But then there's that part of me that's like, that completionist part of me that's like, well, I need to watch all three if I'm going to watch them. Um, I've never seen the other one. It's Ocean's 8, the all-female cast one. I don't want to come across as being sexist because it isn't that. But it, it, always, it always had no interest for me because I think watching 11 and then having to watch 12 and then watching 13, I felt like it was done. I didn't feel like it needed another film. And then, as with these things, years later to then go on to do another one, it was like, I don't feel we need this. And when there's a situation where I don't think we need it, I won't entertain it. So, the last two Ghostbusters films, and I am aware that everybody says that the last one was amazing, but I haven't seen the last two Ghostbusters films because I don't feel that they're necessary. So what's the point? Kind of thing. I'm sure I'm wrong. Uh, computer games. I got four. Count it. Four computer games for Christmas. And let me tell you, I'm guessing right about now you're there going, how did you manage to get four? Well, some of them have been out a little while. The four games I got for Christmas are Saints Row. Need for Speed Unbound. I found out it was called when I googled it yesterday. Midnight Suns and Callisto Protocol. Of those games, two of them I was really looking forward to. One of them I was mildly interested in until it got horrific reviews. And the other one, I was like, I feel like I kind of need to get this game because it's getting amazing reviews. See if you can work out which as we go through them. I'm going to go through them in the order that I have played them. Not necessarily the order of enjoyment. First up, Saints Row. Put it on, played it uh, three days Three or four days, maybe. By days, I mean, like, you know, maybe an hour a day. I'm not talking about sitting down and playing them for days. Like I used to. Um, it's bad. It's really, really bad. It's it's terrible. It's bad. It looks like a game that was made for the PS2. Like, the first cutscene comes up, and it was... It hurt my eyes to watch the first cutscene. The graphics, the cutscenes, everything, it looks awful. It looks like a multiple, multiple generation old game. I am not kidding you on that one. Play-wise, it plays a lot like Saints Row. The only thing, the only problem I've got with playing it is that I'm really confused by the story. I feel like I've missed something. I feel like I've missed a bit. And it hasn't explained it. And I'm now like, I don't know what's going on. So there's that. And it's just... Oh, we're, we're not... We're not Grand Theft Auto, and we're not trying to be Grand Theft Auto. It was always the thing from Saints Row. I mean, try a little bit. Then maybe it wouldn't be so bad. I've always enjoyed the Saints Row games. I've always embraced the fact that they've embraced that they're not Grand Theft Auto, and they're not trying to be, and they're never going to be. But this time round, I am in the camp of could you try and be a little bit like Grand Theft Auto? Like, just... Like, I almost feel like saying a little bit of professionalism would be nice. It's just not good. And you know what? It makes me not want to play it, which is really annoying. So that's Saints Row. 
Need for Speed Unbound was up next. Played it for a couple of days. Um, then I played the other two games that I'm going to talk about. And then I went back to playing Need for Speed. That might give you a little idea. Um, it's good. It's a good, it's a good, a solid driving game. Some of the things that they've done are weird. They've added like these like neon effects to the car when the car does certain things like if you if you jump off a ramp you get like like these neon effect like like wings and if you do like a like a wheel spin or a burnout you get like these neon effects around your wheels on one hand kind of cool on the other hand unnecessary so you just left a bit like eh um the story is okay but it could have been written on the back of a postage stamp kind of thing we've seen it a hundred times before you know that sort of thing so you have to kind of ignore the story whilst having it rammed down your throat to a degree so there's that um and the weirdest thing of all it's a racing game where you're not necessarily supposed to win. Of all of the races I have done in this game, which at this point in time is a lot, I have won one race, and that's because the game wanted me to. One of the real downsides to this game is it's, it feels like it's scripted. It feels like, oh, but you're not supposed to win this race. And you're in first place. So what can we do about that? Oh, I know. We'll get one of the other cars to just drive into you. For no apparent reason. Or, oh, we'll just put a police car in your way. For no reason other than the game doesn't want you to win. The rest of the time, it feels very much like if you're supposed to finish the race in third, you will finish in third no matter what. You will never get close to the person in first or sometimes even the person in second you will never see them past a certain point it got so so weird to play a racing game like this that i actually had to google it and just see if there was like maybe a setting that i hadn't put on bearing in mind i'm playing it on easy like i play everything i was like why can't you win races when I googled it, it said that this is actually a thing. You're not designed to win races. But that in itself feels weird. And in a way, it feels okay. Like, I've I've resigned myself to the fact that I'm not going to win any races. Apparently, reading some stuff on the internet, it does say that when you get a bit further into the game, you will start seeing yourself win more races. But I imagine that that's just because you've spent x amount of money upgrading your car and stuff i reached a point where it wouldn't let me buy any upgrades for my car because it said that there weren't any races available for that spec and i'm just like what what is this design model it's good but it's strange it's different but not necessarily in the ways that you would want it to be. It's that. That's what we're talking about. Um, I gave Midnight Suns a try. Played that for a couple of days. Um, in a lot of ways, pretty much what I expected. In some ways, not quite. It's a turn-based RPG type thing. Something I found very strange was uh, it works on like a wave system. So you fight, say there's four enemies, you fight those four enemies. If you don't kill all four of them, if you don't defeat all four of them in your go, more enemies come. So then you'll get two more or three more or four more. Which is fine because you'll probably beat them in the next round. I did get up to a point where I'd done one where... Every single time, because there were so many at the start, every time I had my go, I didn't beat the wave. So they'd send another wave. So then you fight in like a wave and a half, and you'd beat like one wave, so there'd still be half left. So then they'd send another wave of enemies. 
this went on for about half an hour. And I was just like, what is this and why are we doing it? It seems to be strange, weird and wrong all at the same time. Um, so that that's, that's kind of that in a nutshell. I haven't played it enough to give too much of a review, but I've played it enough to know that it, it's fine apart from a weird quirk, I suppose. Uh, and finally, I, I put the Callisto Protocol on. The Callisto Protocol was going to be this um, this very much a dead space, um, almost like a unofficial sequel kind of thing. Um, almost immediately, I was like, why do we need this game in a world where dead space exists? Also, because it's so much like dead space... It's like Dead Space has ruined it for you. It's ruined your playing experience because you spend your entire time waiting for the thing to jump out on you. And half of the time it does and half of the time it doesn't. But if you spend all of the time waiting for something to jump out on you, you're not surprised when it happens. So it kind of defeats the object. Add to that that they put in some super weird controls it's like oh this thing's attacked you but you can dodge its attacks i was like don't don't do that don't do that oh do you want to open this door uh press triangle four times and then it'll go into a door opening animation it's like don't don't do that line the two things up press the button four times while he's trying to pry the door open Already, and I've only played it a little bit, but already feeling like they've made some very strange design choices. And I imagine the sole reason for it is to try and remove itself somewhat from being dead space. It it screams dead space. So that's a bit... It's just weird. Um, I know... That I definitely need to play it more. Um, and I'm hoping that there's a bit more development to certain aspects like weapon upgrades and things. Which I am aware that there will be. <coughs> but I do wonder what uh, at what frequency. So we shall have to see. As you can see there, plenty to be going on with. Um, I did buy a DLC for my for one of my favourite games. And I did buy some uh, some digital content. Um, so plenty to be going on with in the start of the year. So, you know, you'll be hearing a lot more about those games. But that's it for this one. I'll catch you guys later. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one gone. Another week gone. Another week into a new year. Even though we're more than a... Uh, whatever. Doesn't matter big thank you for listening big thank you for being here and uh before you go please consider like share subscribe and comment drop reviews you want to drop check out the website thecookiecast.com there you can find links to our social media and an email button so that you can get in touch with us that's it for this one till next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then This has been another episode of CookieCast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share and subscribe.